episode of the Hot Cocoa Podcast. You're here with me, Gabby. And me, Emma. Oh. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back. Hi. Um, um what's, what's, what's up with you, Emma? I was gonna what's say going to say that to you. Yeah, what's been going on? Well, Why do I, I never plan my life updates? I know. The, the life update's the one thing I always forget to plan, but... Yeah. Um, well, guys, I got out of a breakup a few weeks ago now. Well, yeah. So I'm pretty much over that. I mean... Are you? I am okay. This is what I described to Gabby. Tell me if this is relatable to you guys, but I feel like when I'm getting over a breakup, it's like the time between me being sad gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. But when I do get sad for like three, four hours, it's like as if that it happened that day. Like I'm equally as sad. Like it's not like a, a weaker mm. sad too. Which I feel like really just throws me off because then my brain for like the next day is like, oh my God, do I still love them? Are we meant to be? Why yeah. do I feel like this? Yeah. And I know that that's so normal, but um, basically I would say that was the first time I felt really sad in like a week though. Well, that's good. Yeah. Okay, because I actually had the thought yesterday. So I was at work yesterday, guys. And Emma texted me telling me that she was sad. I was really sad. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, (laughs) oh, like, well, it's already been almost two weeks. Yeah. And I felt like at that moment, we were just talking about how it had just been one week. Yeah. So I don't even think that in that interim week we had talked about it that No, much. like I really wasn't sad for like a whole week. And so I have to keep reminding myself that like just because I was pretty emo yesterday, like yeah. I'm still making progress. I'm not like regressing. And like weird things will trigger you and then you're like, mm. literally, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, okay. And another annoying thing about this breakup is the fact that we're both on TikTok and like on similar strains of TikTok. And so like a lot of videos, I'll see it and I'll be like, oh my God, I want to send it to her. Or I'll be like, oh "Oh my God, wait, like she did that trend the other day or like I've done that trend and she commented on it. And like, I feel like there's so many things that are intertwined there. So TikTok triggers me sometimes, but. That's true. And like, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I also think I kept saying this when I was like in a breakup last year. Was that like, I think one of the hardest things when you're going through a breakup is that once you've come to the point of accepting that you don't necessarily want to be with that person, like you've kind of gotten over the emotion. You're like, obviously I cared about them, but like, I see how this is not not great for each other. Yeah. Whatever. So you've kind of like in your mind accepted, like, no, I don't want to be with them in real life. Yeah. But then you're not exactly like dating other people or wanting to put yourself out there yet. Yeah. So your romantic brain just defaults mm-hmm. to that person, you know? It's and so you're like, true. Hey, I don't want to be with them, but I'm not ready to have, have a crush. Else fill that void. Yeah, it's so, so true. So you just kind of like keep like thinking about them. You're like, that's my most recent point of reference. Like, it's so true. So it's and kind it's of hard. So annoying. Yeah. Yeah. And I realized also, um, fun fact the other day, guys is I forgot to take my medication two days in a row Uh and I just deemed it a weekend vacation because basically um, when I'm off my medication, I just turn into like a zombie and I don't do anything and I eat a lot of food, but I also have like no anxiety. I just don't have any emotions when I'm off my medication. I'm just very like neutral. And I think especially when you go like cold turkey, it's like more enhanced, but it definitely is like the saturation just goes down on my personality Um, But I went from two days of that to going back on my like full medication regimen on Monday. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was just like so anxious the whole day. And I got so much work done. I didn't know that your medication like heightened your anxiety. Yeah. It like 
I think because it just makes me feel like hyper productive mm. to like an unhealthy point. And so I've had to like work on like moderation and yeah. stuff and like not doing too much. That's why I like force myself to take breaks a lot. And like when I'm sitting on my phone, it's like I'm like making myself. Um, but yeah, then going right into it, I was like so anxious all day and I was just like super busy and I like came home to my grandma that day and I was getting a bunch of work done. I got a flight moved. I'm yeah. flying somewhere soon. And then I think all of that just accumulated to my brain was like, okay, none of this like logically you should be upset about. So like what logically can you be upset about right now? Like you don't have any other reason to cry. Yeah. And then I feel like I was like, oh, a breakup. That is what my brain Mm, will cry about today. Yeah. But I don't think it was really about that. Well. But yeah, a little fun insight into the the life of the life of me. (laughs) Life of Emma. So very um, fun. Also today, you got a COVID test. <laughs> yeah, guys. I think that's a, an interesting life update. That is an interesting life update. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I'm catching a flight on Thursday now. So tomorrow. Yeah. And um, I'm going to visit my mom and my grandma. We are going to a cottage for like a week just to see them again and hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wanted to get a COVID test before I go because I will be living with my grandma and I was like now that they're more accessible like back at the start of the pandemic when Gabby and I flew it wasn't like a thing really to do a COVID test yeah testing was not widespread it was like only if you were sick yeah they were like do you have symptoms yeah yeah and so then we started hearing about our other friends who were just getting them done before they saw their grandparents just to like be safe and apparently you get it back in like a couple days so, yeah, I went and got that done. Gabby went with me for support. I didn't do the test, guys. No. Just because I felt like, for me, in the moment, it was not a priority. Like, don't, yeah. neither of us have any symptoms, We're obviously. fully not symptomatic. Emma just did it for Precaution. Yeah, like security purposes. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm not, like, seeing anyone yeah. or going anywhere. So, I decided that I would not do it today. I also felt, like, a little bit guilty. Like, I didn't want to, like, make people in line, like, behind us like wait longer because I was like oh just like no yeah you know I'm like whatever like I don't I didn't have any like need to do it yeah also I was a little bit scared and I was like well we'll cross that bridge and come to it it was a little bit spooky I was pretty nervous about it leading up to it and so I decided to just repress that and just not think Mm -hmm. about the actual test Mm -hmm. and then when it came to happen I was like I'm very nervous she was like okay we're doing it I was like okay Mm -hmm. and then she was like uncross your legs so straight and then they hold the back of your head so that you yeah. don't like f- flinch and pull away yeah and then she just went for it and it was not a pleasant feeling it was very unpleasant what it, you know what it like in my mind yeah what it's like is like the equivalent of like a pap smear but like for your nose yeah i would i would you agree just have sensations in places where you're like are you inside my body right okay now? <laughs> yeah literally like that's how I felt when I was getting my IUD where I was like, I didn't know that they could go that far into me. (laughs) I was like, what the hell? Like there's just like parts of your body. You just don't know anything about. Yeah. And then you're like weirdly aware of them. Like I didn't know my nose went that far. Yeah. It was really gross and it hurt and my nose still kind of hurts, but it was five seconds and it could save a life. So yes. So I don't know. Glad I did it. Live in uh, uh, Ontario. Go get it's a COVID super, test if you want it. It's, it's super accessible right now. It's and free. Gabby's parents were actually talking about they had to get one before they went to a cottage in the States. Yeah. And you were saying they had to pay for it, but it was a whole production for the for same. Them. It took them the whole day to like 
line up, get an appointment, wait around for like eight hours to actually get in. Like we waited in line for less than 40 minutes. Yeah. And then you just went in and it was free and I waited outside for her. It was like, what, maybe like 10 minutes? Yeah. And it's like the, they're all like the super quick ones. Like it takes a few yeah. days. And I'd like to specify that we're in downtown core of Toronto. Like yeah. this is probably the most dense part of Ontario. Yeah. So for it to be such a short wait time is pretty impressive in my opinion. Yeah. And um, anyway, yeah, my parents had a whole like ordeal trying to get theirs. And then they were, my mom said $160 each for the accelerated US. one. So like yeah. $250, like. Yeah, it was very expensive. That's so crazy. Which I thought was crazy. And so in the, in where they were going, you could choose between the accelerated one, which is like 48 hours or something like mm-hmm. that. And then like the regular speed one, which is like seven to 10 days or something. Yeah. Um, we're here. It's just, they're all the accelerated one. Yeah. I found and, that to be so interesting. Yeah. Just the way that the different healthcare systems are. But anyways, it made me really grateful that I could just roll up. Yeah. I'm like Canada flag. I know. We like casually walked up. Took like, like half an hour. I like made a call in line. We're like chilling. <laughs> yeah, get that done or and then like head home and I check online in the next couple of days and it'll just oh, be there and it's Will free. you get like an email notification when you get it? Yeah. You just have to check. Yeah, I will get an email. I'm cool. pretty excited. But yeah, so that was a pretty exciting journey. What if you get it back and it's positive? I wouldn't be able to go. That would be crazy. It would be really sad. Yeah, and I was kind of thinking that. That would be very unexpected. It would be very unexpected because we haven't seen anyone in weeks besides your boyfriend. neither of us have had any Completely asymptomatic. I would be very surprised and we don't know anyone who's gotten sick. I have like a laser thermometer and we take our temperatures all the time. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Um, I would be very surprised, but... I'd rather know and not go on the trip than oh, of course, of not course. know. But it would be yeah. really sad. Yeah. So stay tuned, guys. I'll update you next stay week. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I have a life update. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> My oh, life update. oh, wait. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> So you guys have really come along on my most recent relationship journey. I update you guys constantly from day one. You guys have known more than her boyfriend's known the whole time. <laughs> what? <laughs> you told the podcast you loved yeah. him before you told him. Yeah. Well, way to spoil my Spoiler surprise. Alert. Sorry, okay. you can bleep that out if you want. Um, he told me that he loves me. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. I don't know Whips. if you guys remember like a few weeks ago, um, I said that I was getting like, I love you energy from him. Uh-huh. So I was right. Yeah. And he told me that he loves me. And I obviously said it back because I also <laughs> feel the same way. Wow. And um, that's all I have to say on the subject. I don't know. That's so cool for I, you. There's not really any other relevant details. Um, I would like to say that when he told you he loved uh-huh. you, it was so funny because I was just chilling at home and they were like at the beach having a picnic. Yeah. And then you just randomly texted me and you were like, yeah. Emma. He loves me. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, no, like he told me. I was like, oh. oh he said it. Yeah, that was he nice. He said it. He was frightened to say it, I yeah. think. Yeah. Like, he was a little he staller. He didn't really want to like, I was like laying, laying on him or mm-hmm. like I had my head on his shoulder so I couldn't see his face when he was like starting to say yeah, like. Yeah, mustering the courage. Like, yeah, mustering the courage. And then it quickly became 
very evident to me that this is the direction that he was going in. Yeah. And at that point, I sat up, like, intentionally. I didn't yeah. say, like, hold on, I need to sit up or whatever, but I was yeah. like... I you have to make eye contact with me. You oh, can't you just like bitch out over oh here and be like, I'm gonna stare out into the ocean and yeah. like not pay attention. Not not whatever. No, you, know. you wanted you wanted the full shebang. Yeah, I was like, if you're gonna say it, say it to my fucking face. And you know what, Kay, what's so funny about that is I'm such a little bitch, I'd way rather not have to look at their face when I say it. I know. But my last serious boyfriend, um, Ireland man's mm-hmm. um when he told me, we were like, it was so funny because like he was the exact opposite. Mm. We were like sitting on my bed and he was like, okay, like sit down. I need to tell you something. Aww. I was like, okay. And I like sat, I thought we were just going to go hook up because it was during a house party that yeah, Gabby and I were having. Yeah. He pulled me into my room and was like, oh, this is sick. Okay. And then he was like, have a seat. <laughs> and then he told me he was falling in love with me. Yeah. And then he was like, wait, no, come back. I was like about to leave. And he like sat me down again. He's like, I lied. I was scared. I am already in love with you. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. But he kept like moving my face to make eye contact. I was like, I am very He's uncomfortable. Like, look at me. You're like, no. And then I came out of the room. I was like, Gabby, he told me he loves me and I don't know if I love him. Because you didn't say it back, right? I don't think I said it back. You're like, ah, thank you. I think I said it later. I've never said it back like right away to someone. Yeah. And I think because I've never? W- not right away. I mean, I've only had it happen twice. Oh. But I think because I like loved those guys as people but I wasn't like in love with them so my body was like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah well but that's cool no love is cool love is cool yeah I texted my mom she's like I'm so happy for you your dad is also happy for you (laughs) he says I'm happy if she's happy (laughs) and it is funny because my parents like don't know this guy because for obvious reasons like they live in a different country you guys need to have a cocktail night we are we're doing it on Sunday oh my god that's so cute I'm so So, excited can you zoom me in for like three minutes just (laughs) so that I can see you guys oh my god (laughs) oh yeah so um yeah my mom requested that we do like a zoom cocktail hour so my mom is going to design an appetizer for us to make my dad's gonna design a cocktail for us to make (laughs) and then we're all gonna coordinate that we have the right ingredients ahead of time and then individually they're gonna coach us on the call of like how we're doing it so we're gonna have an activity to do while we also like yeah hang out via zoom i feel like your parents are the same brand of extra as your current boyfriend like i feel like he loves this shit yeah, I think he does. I think, I he'll think en- he I, likes activities. He likes food. Yeah. He likes. It's actually really cute. Whenever I tell him stories about my dad specifically, yeah, he's like, I think your dad is like maybe my soulmate. <laughs> oh my god! And like wait. he loves yard work. He loves cocktails. <laughs> he loves whatever it is. Yeah. Oh my he's god. Like, wait. Same. <laughs> he's oh like, my we're god, gonna vibe. We're gonna vibe. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, too. We'll wow. see. <laughs> what a fun journey. Yeah, so, I don't know. That, that's it uh, for my life updates. I don't yeah. have anything else to As say. As a final life update, what mm. I would like to say is really annoying. Oh, okay. Is that I find so much of the time we, we like, start relationships in sync. 
and it's so fun. Like this has happened a couple times now <laughs> where it's like, oh my gosh, we're both in love. This is so exciting. We're yeah. like, ah. but then mine always get cut short. And then suddenly I feel bad because oh. I feel like I'm just bringing the vibes down, but you're still on like cloud nine <laughs> and I'm over here like, hello, darkness, my old oh, friend. Yeah. And you're like, but I still love him. But now I cannot say it for a little. Yeah, that's true. I do yeah. have to be like, thanks for reining it in for a little. Don't say anything. Let's get in and out of here really quick. Because <laughs> no. I just feel bad. Yeah. Love yeah. is hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, if you want to fall in love with me, just let me know. Never know. <laughs> you never know. know. Maybe I will want to fall in love with you also. Yeah. That could be fun for both of us. I know. This is what every podcast episode ends up being about. is an <laughs> advertisement for Emma's future partner. <laughs> because I'm so hopeful, you know? Yeah. I just am very optimistic. You are. I'm <laughs> trying to be. You don't, you don't let, let life get you down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah! Okay. All right. So on to what we're actually talking about today. Yeah. Which is uh, interior decorating. <laughs> yeah. but the reason why sorry guys I'm just I have a towel in my hair and I just had to remove it it was just falling um okay so this has been on our list of like miscellaneous episodes that might come up one time for like a few like a while now yeah um but I've had some recent inspiration which is like new like trends that I've seen on Pinterest and TikTok that have made me like really rethink our interior design and my interior design. And I actually have like a lot of insight now, I feel like. So I'm excited for this episode. That's just a preface as to why we're doing it. Yeah. Emma called me into her room last night and she said, actually, Gabby, (laughs) I would like to do an episode about this, which was, you know, surprisingly like an aggressive way of addressing (laughs) me because I don't think Emma ever uses my name. No, I actually never used your name. So I was like, when actually though, when I was standing in the hallway, I thought you were going to get mad at me about something. <laughs> like the way that you said, actually, Gabby, I was like, I know. And right once I said it, I realized what it sounded really talk hard. to me about. And then you're like, oh, I want to do an episode about this. I and think I it's because like, I was just really excited. <laughs> okay. I was like, Gabby. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, so blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what did I do? You know, when your mom yeah. like, calls you downstairs and you're like, and you're like, I swear to God, I didn't do anything. Like I didn't, I didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. And then they're like, Hey, want to have lunch? And you're like, what? Don't call me like that. I don't think I've ever been mad at you before. Like, Um, not like I've never like been like, hey, Gabby, I'm mad at you. That's not true. Really? Yeah, I think that um, when we used to work together more, you'd get mad at me. Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah, I like our times where you have addressed me, but you never say, hey, Gabby, because you always do it over text. That's true. I always do it over text. That's my preferred form of communication. Yeah, because I feel like my brain just short circuits in real life a lot of the time (laughs) I need time to like process (laughs) yeah um okay interior design we're we were struggling there we got a little off track a couple times well take it back now y'all I prepared some prompts for us because you know yeah this is exciting prompt number one that I'm gonna ask you how important is your physical space to you? Just in general. In general. Yeah. Um, I would say it's probably, aside from like my f- close friends and family, the most important thing in my life. Yeah. And I would make the assumption that you feel similarly. I maybe do. not to this. Maybe to the same extent, actually. 
I think for yeah. us, like our physical space, it's interesting because I didn't realize how many people don't feel that way until I've lived with other people in the past. Yeah. Because I think my mom feels the same. Like my grandma yeah. in her own way feels the same. Like everyone's like, my home is like who I am and it's where I live. And like, yeah, um, I totally feel the same way. I've, I've mostly been surrounded by people who share the same feelings about yeah your physical space so yeah I do I think that maybe we like prioritize different aspects of our physical space I would agree but But I think that we have the same yeah yeah um were you always interested in home decor Gabby or do you remember being acutely one day being like wait I care how my room looks now Honestly, I don't know. Like, I think that I always, like, okay, like I said, my room was always, like, cute because my mom liked making my room cute. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at the point where I really started to care about, like, how I was, like, decorating my room was Mm -hmm. probably when I was, like, 10 years old. And then I was like, wait, I want it to be this color now. And Mm -hmm. I want my bedding to look like this. And so, yeah, like at that point in time, I I cared strongly about like what colors were being used and the kinds of furniture that I had. I didn't Mm want to just have anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess so. I would agree. Yeah. I think my mom also, I think my mom really pushed for me to be very creative with everything from a young age. And I think that I like really resisted that for a long time like she'd want me to like pick outfits she like really wanted a kid I think like you that was just like independent and wanted to choose outfits and like that was like a thing Uh. but I didn't care for the longest time my mom made me start picking out my own clothes in like the seventh grade she was like you're literally 13 that's hilarious (laughs) but like I cared about what clothes but not which ones I wore on a day-to-day basis yeah um and so I, I think I kind of felt like that about my room too. Like she would like implement me in all the process. She would make me go and choose the colors or whatever, uh-huh. but I didn't really care. Like I would yeah. have been fine if she had done it too until probably like, like high school or something. Probably until I was like around like 11 or 12 too. Oh, so it's so, like grade five. Like, yeah. Like the same or age I would say with clothes, later. it took a little longer, but with my room, okay. I think because she left the door so open, she was like, you can do literally whatever you want. And I would redo it probably every like three years. Yeah. Like it would be the same furniture and bedding and everything or bed frame. But we would like, I remember every summer almost, or like every few summers we would like have a day where we take all, like my, my bed frame was metal. Mm -hmm. So we could like spray paint it a different color with the metal spray. That's so fun. Yeah, That's for really me, fun. I think because I moved more frequently, mm-hmm. I, w- I would get excited at the opportunity to have a new room. Yeah. And like, oh, I'll have a new layout. Like, same thing as you, basically. Yeah. Same furniture. Maybe you get a new duvet cover and you paint the walls, right? Yeah. But like, and you re- rearrange your furniture. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I always had, like, had a lot of fun doing stuff like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, so. I think that... I've liked it more with age once you start to have your own personal style because then it feels like your room matches your style more. And I'm sure yeah. we'll get into that later. But yeah. I felt like my room when I was a kid, it would like, okay, like I went through like a, I didn't listen to Avril Lavigne that much, but I went through an Avril Lavigne-esque phase. Yeah, like the style. And so my room was like neon green and I had like skull crossbow, like um, like yes. decals yeah. on my walls and stuff. And like that was the vibe. But then, like, two years later, that just wasn't who I was at all anymore. Yeah. And so, like, since you're changing so much so often as a kid, 
Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I always felt that way too. Yeah, I was always so like confused about my friends whose like room would be like the same color their whole childhood. I know, Because right? I was like, you know what? Like it's maybe like $50 to get paint to like change the color of your walls, you know? Yeah. Like it's not anything crazy. Well, here's the thing. Like uh, my mom like does not like doing DIY projects mm-hmm, really. Mm-hmm. So like... Even, guys, recently I painted the door in my bedroom. Yeah. I was doing that, obviously, all on my own because my mom doesn't live here. Yeah. But even when I was telling her that I was going to do it, she's like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, not because she didn't think it would look good, just because she was like, that sounds like a lot of work and whatever. Like, it just wouldn't occur to her that that would be a fun activity. Well, yeah. Like, it would occur to her to be like, oh, we'll hire someone to do it. Yeah. Or we're not going to do it. Yeah. And so if you, I think that your mom, obviously... There was some aspect of it that she enjoyed, too. Yeah, there was more so hands-on. Like, ah, let's do it. Whereas, like, probably... I know, like, the one time where I hadn't moved for a while and I wanted to change my room, my mm-hmm. mom was like, well, that's going to be a whole production, so we'll wait until you know exactly what you want. We have to, like, and hire someone yeah, and change everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is interesting. Yeah, because I think for me, it, there was less weight in, in that way. It was like... Yeah. Okay. But, again, I feel like something like changing my room... I don't know if I would ever ask my mom. I think it would be like she would ask me and I'd be like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess I'd like to change it. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. For like the longest time, probably from like grade five to grade eight, I guess not that long, but mm-hmm. for me, that was a long time. I had this wallpaper that covered one of my walls that my bed was pushed against mm-hmm. and it looked like picture frames that were hand drawn in all these different sizes. Mm-hmm. And then every time one of my friends came over, I'd like pull out all my arts and crafts stuff and they could fill out a frame. That's so cute. And so it was so cute. My whole wall was like filled with frames with different drawings yeah. and, and stuff. And it's wallpaper. So then you can just pick yeah, it Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then we just so took cool. it down. It was so what fun. What a great idea. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's nicer than when people do like chalkboard paint because that gets really gross. It gets messy. And it's messy. like pain in the butt to like take down. Yeah, like, I found off or something. my mom was so smart when she did that. Yeah. I was like, wait, this is actually such a flat. Like I would do that for my kids yeah, too. Yeah, genius. Like the right? stick wallpaper. And I was like old enough that I wasn't just going to scribble everywhere. Like I was yeah. like, I cared about it. Yeah, you're like, I want like, it to look nice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let me think. Oh, okay. This kind of goes along with the same, what we were just talking about, but this is not isolated to childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, But how often do you feel the need to like kind of rearrange or change something about the space that you're in currently? Like for your, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously like we were talking about, it's a little bit different when you're a kid, you don't have your own financial means. You can't just go to the store and get whatever you want. Yeah. Um, And then since then, like how often do you find yourself just like moving things around, changing it? Okay, for me, I feel like since, like, after, like, the post-wallpaper era of Mm -hmm. Emma was, um, for context, we redid a lot of stuff in our house. We, like, redid Mm. the flooring in our bedrooms. We made new closets because we just had tiny little closets, so we put closets in. And so for, like, six months, I feel like, my room was in this state of chaos where it was, like, just a bed or, like, sometimes, like bed would get moved out and then it would get moved back in okay, like yeah. there was no flooring for a while so I had to wear flip-flops in my room because it was like just gross flooring like oh, goodness it was like a lot of chaos because we were doing it ourselves and we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into yeah, and I feel like that happens to a lot more. of people yeah but because of that I felt so like like I felt like really like I never had like the need to like want to change my room 
Like before I was like, oh, I always like my room. And then it would get to be new and it would just be another exciting thing. Yeah. Whereas then I was like craving the like structure and design and I wanted shit everywhere. Uh. So after that, I like really went off. And then I think for me, my room always looked the same probably from an outsider, but I was changing it constantly. I definitely had like twine hanging all around my room where I would have different scrap like things that I've ripped out of magazines and like Mm -hmm. I'd have different quotes from my journal that I would rip out and throw up. Like I'd have my pictures printed everywhere. So things were always changing and I'd always move my bed back and forth on different walls. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if my mom would look at it and be like, oh, that's like a new room. But I think I'm still like that where things are always changing a little bit. Yeah. But never enough for other people to care. But for me, I'm like, I crave the change. You just like fiddling around with things and like kind of... Yeah, being surrounded by, like, fresh visuals. Yeah, until the thing is in, like, the perfect place. I find once I find the right spot for something, I can leave it there for a long time. Oh, okay. But it has to, like, feel right, you know? And I'm not good enough to do it on the first time, so it'll take, like, a lot of fiddling (laughs) for, like, years. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, you know, actually, this is an interesting question because Mm -hmm. uh, for me, so, okay, I redid my room at my family home when I was in going into grade 10. Um, Is that when it was purple? Yeah, that's when it was purple. Actually, this was fun. So my mom is really into like interior decorating. Yeah. And so I had been telling her for a long time that I want to change my room because it was just very like bright colors. It was like like, a little kitty. Yeah, I think it was like teal or turquoise blue mm-hmm. on the wall and then I had like polka dot bedding and like yeah. everything it was just like very, it just like wasn't kidding. you anymore you're like yeah, discovering so like, tumblr yeah I'm like going into grade 10 and but at the time my style was very different than it is now yeah I really kind of liked more of like a glam style yeah. I would say like silver like okay. mirrors that's how I remember your Instagram being when we first met when I saw pictures of your bedroom yeah and I remember thinking oh like in my head it didn't make sense for your style already at that point well you know I loved purple I still like purple but I wouldn't use it as like a design color anymore yeah but at the time I was like I love purple I love I love like mirrored furniture yeah um and also some other key factors were like my mom was like you can get a I already had a mirrored side table got it you can get a mirrored dresser to match it but I'm not gonna like redo all of your furniture you're gonna yeah. move out in a couple of years yeah, you know that's and fair. so I already had a silver bed I had like other things that kind of made sense with that style yeah. so I really just like leaned into that yeah but basically what happened is I went away for like study abroad that summer right and my mom surprised me when I came back with a redone room that's so fun so that was so my mom really did that fun. for me a couple times yeah so I came back and she had done um like kind of like you like a statement wall with wallpaper so I had this like purple yeah. patterned wallpaper and I loved it like Aww. I thought it was like the coolest room it, it was a great room it's just that like I kind of like changed my style afterwards yeah. um and it wasn't like quite for me I guess by the time that I like started university that's yeah. when like uh I think it's when interior design like on Instagram became a more thing like your yeah. space was really about how is this going to translate into your aesthetic which is basically what you were just saying like you were looking at my Instagram we're like oh this is the space you have to take pictures in so everything reflects that's true this, like very purpley like moody vibe yeah when I loved that as like a bedroom but it wasn't the great a great like backdrop, that's interesting I know? feel like in my head 
since probably like the eighth grade, that's been very acutely on my radar. And I think yeah. that's when I, maybe I got into like the self-portrait cheesy side of Tumblr yeah. earlier. And I think yeah. we've talked about that, but I think because of that, I like asked my mom, I was like, paint my walls like all white. I don't even want them to have like a shine. Like I want them to be eggshell white. Like uh-huh. I was so specific. And then it was, yeah, for that reason, I was like, I want my room to look like what I see on Tumblr yeah. very early on. Yeah. That's interesting that you didn't, because I feel like a lot of the time rooms like yours were more cozy and like more nice. Yeah. Like I feel like my room did, wasn't as like cozy. It was more like chaotic. Yeah. But yeah. it was like for the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. So, no, my room is definitely, like, a a teenage, like, a, I would say, like, quintessential, like, teenage girl yeah. room, and I loved it. Like, I thought it was so fun. My mom is a good decorator, and so... Yeah, like, whatever she, the style is, she's going to do a good job Yeah, at it. so she had really leaned into that, and honestly, there's parts of, like, the decor that she bought that I still have. I've just, like, yeah. repurposed it into, like, yeah. other forms. Um, anyway, when I left high school and moved to university Mm -hmm. and obviously like I moved into a dorm then I like totally leaned into like the white and gray that's when gray was really big yeah and then I kind of evolved into white and like earth tones and pinky things after that but I moved every year of university yeah up until moving here yeah so it was always changing I was always like oh I'll go to home since this year I'll get you new towels especially when you just have a bedroom it's so easy literally you get a new blanket and a couple towels and your room looks completely different exactly right yeah so then once I moved here um I had a moderate amount of control over this space I can't even imagine doing like how you guys got to this point like oh my god it was so fun it's it it sounds fun. fun okay uh, for context, guys, um, for a re- quick refresher for anyone who doesn't yeah. know, um, Gabby's parents got this apartment at the start of summer, mm-hmm. and I had like gone on one of like the tours with you to like yeah. look at the apartment, but completely empty, mm-hmm. and then I didn't see really anything of it or even any pictures until I moved in. Mm-hmm. And during that time, yeah, your parents, you guys literally got like walls built for our bedrooms that didn't exist, mm-hmm. and you completely decorated it. And okay, something that I feel like I'm still unclear on that I'd like to ask you is because I know that I think we've talked about over time that I think you have had more creative control than I thought you had. I thought it was more your Mm. mom's project. Mm -hmm. Um, But how much would you say of our apartment did you guys already have and how much did you like buy for this apartment? Great question, Emma. Mm So (laughs) um, the big pieces that we already had we're primarily in the room that we're in now, which is our living room. Yeah. So if you've watched our YouTube channel, that's like the couch that we sit on and whatnot. Yeah. Um, we had the couches already, the big leather couches and the coffee table here, yeah. which is like a big kind of like reclaimed wood, uh, with like a blue table. finish. Yeah. Which, um, personally I feel is a bit dated. We've had it for a really long time. We've mm-hmm. had it since like, we were what I lived in Connecticut when we bought this. That's so crazy. I was probably eight years old. It's been through a lot. Yeah, it's been through a lot. Luckily it's like an antique look as it is. It so is. as it's worn in, yeah. it just keeps looking more antique. And it's funny I can't picture our apartment any different now. Yeah. But what I find interesting about this is that you like you said, like you only started with a few big pieces and I mean accessories yeah. you could pull from the house, you could yeah. buy new stuff. But the pieces that you had were very, like, specific. Like, the fact that the table has 
a specific color of blue in it. Yeah. It's already like telling you what you need to buy. And then like the dark brown exactly. of the leather, it's yeah. less common right now, I think. And so yeah. figuring out how you're going to style that, I think yeah. that would be very daunting for me. Yeah. So here's the other thing that was really uh, a catalyst in how we were going to decorate this mm-hmm. apartment is the flooring. So the flooring mm-hmm. is very orange like it's very red it is a very warm which is very not on trend right now I would say this color of flooring has been on trend for a long time yeah because now it's more like that light wood yeah like I think how it kind of went was like early 2000s was like laminate like uh like more orange tones like we have and then it became very dark like very like yeah almost black like Uh ashy like not warm toned at all wood and then it became that like very light like either gray or like beige because like cold sterile homes was like a trend and now it's like super cozy like yeah so this this color of wood was hard to work with and so especially look, with brown couches that don't match it but now it's just another yeah. dark element in the yeah. apartment so mm. looking at this room what we were thinking is like hey exactly what you said we have this blue element that we need to make not look out of place yeah we have these very warm floors mm-hmm. and then we have the dark dark brown couches yeah so i knew i wanted a rug that had color and texture in it but yeah. at the time what was really popular um, was like primary colors actually yeah. and so everything at HomeSense all of the time or on rugs.com or whatever if you want to buy a reasonably priced gigantic rug because this room is deceivingly huge yeah it and is. it is hard to find a rug big enough to fit this room that isn't like ten thousand I would even dare say this one's a little bit small for this room but yeah. we were like whatever that's um, all you can do yeah eventually you found this one which obviously I know you can't see but it has yellow orange brown and blue in it yeah and I was like okay I like it it seems like a good quality because it's woven it's not you know I hate rugs that just have like the edge border and then a print and that's on them basically what like my Ikea one is in my room yeah where it's like Okay, what I like is my Ikea one's kind of in between the ones that are fully printed on. Because yeah. it's, like, still individual. Yeah, yours has more depth There's some it. depth, yeah. but, yeah, this one's, like, actually, like, little, like, knots and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, like, like it's woven. A real, um, like, rug. Yeah, so I felt like it was, like, good value for what, like, what we were paying for it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. Like, I don't know yeah. that it would... At the time, I don't think it would have been, like... My top choice based on what the trends were, yeah. Moroccan rug. I really wanted a Moroccan rug. That was like my love, dream. Like when people but layer Moroccan rugs. Yeah. Yeah. Now it doesn't uh, make sense for the space, I don't think. No, no. So yeah, that was kind of like the bigger Where your I don't want to like go into was. like a huge tangent on like everything. We can get more into like specifics later. Yeah. But it was like a big project. Yeah. And this room was definitely the determining factor for a lot of things. Yeah. It's where we had the furniture already. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. What I find so crazy is that, like, the square wall, mm-hmm. it's always, I mean, now it's been pretty lived in. Like, we've been here for two years. Things have moved around. We've bought new things. Like, things are a little different. Yeah. But for the most part, like, since, like, the day I moved in, at least, which had only mm-hmm. been a couple months of living here, it looked very lived in and organic. Yeah. And I was like always very impressed at you and your mom for that because I feel like so much of the time mm. when people are like styling something or people are like putting like knickknacks around, it looks yeah. so like, ah, I put this here and I put yeah. this here. Yeah. Whereas you guys made it look pretty organic. Did you have like a t- system or a technique or you kind of just 
went with, did you start with the things that you already owned or did you start with things you bought and then added things you owned? What was your technique? Um, We started things with things that we already owned. Mm -hmm. And what I did, so when when we were moving in here, and the reason why we had furniture is because my parents were moving yeah. uh, out of their house here and they were moving to France. So they were downsizing colossally. Yeah. So I went through their house and I picked things that I wanted. I was yeah. like, I like this as like a, a feature piece, like some mm-hmm. kind of accessory, or I like it because it has sentimental value to me, whatever yeah. it is. Um, and personally, like now I can, we kind of transition into like current inspo, whatever. Yeah. Just so you know, that's our second segment. Yeah, we're on another segment now. Um, the yeah. segment's called Gabby's Apartment. <laughs> um, for me, what I love and I've always loved, and maybe why we've had different approaches mm-hmm. to interior design, is that I like things to just feel like me. Like, mm-hmm. I want to feel connected to the things in my apartment. Yeah. Or in my space, whatever, wherever it is. Um, and I want there to be, like, stories about things. I don't yeah. like going to people's houses where uh you're like afraid to live in that house yeah that's like very important to me and maybe that's why some of my things like are not always like the trendiest like Mm -hmm. what you would see like in a magazine or on Pinterest or on Instagram you're like I have the capacity it's a choice yeah well I mean do I have the capacity I don't know yeah because I don't really pay attention to a lot of things yeah besides like I like it (laughs) okay you know what I think is interesting is I can definitely, I mean, I see that in the apartment. I think everything is cohesive and has a vibe, but it is definitely more eclectic. And I think especially then a lot of our friends living in the city because they don't have like their Mm. family's stuff or Mm -hmm. they don't even have stuff in their childhood bedroom a lot of time. Well, I had, yeah, see, that's the thing. I had all of my stuff too. Most of the stuff that's in the squares are things that like, for some reason I love. It's like books that I grew up with, uh, photo books that I've collected, pictures of me and my friends. It's so true. But I think... What's interesting is I feel like we both have that sentimental element. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do agree that I think I'm more involved in the like trends and stuff. And I've always like been really into them. And I think I'm straying away from that more with age, but, um, but I feel like because you moved around so much, Mm -hmm. I can imagine how every time you move, even if you're bringing basically everything, stuff still gets cut every time. Yeah, And so true. the stuff that makes it through all the moves is the like most important stuff. That's actually true. And so now yeah. everything that's made it here is stuff that's like so sentimental. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I've never moved in my life. I mean, until I moved here. So everything yeah. in my mom's house is like that's this. That's a good point. Everything has a story and everything's sentimental, but yeah. I don't have it here. Yeah, that's true. I guess it is different when you have a home and you have all of your things yeah. and you start to grow your collection. Yeah. And what I have found interesting about living here is like for both of us, this is the longest, like besides our home. Yeah. Like this is the home. longest we've lived somewhere without our parents. Yeah. And the, what I like about it is that there's not all this pressure to buy everything all at once because you're like, I have time. Like now I've decided I don't like this thing anymore. Yeah. So I'm going to replace this lamp. And then, you know, all of a sudden like your, your room gets like a little spice up because you got something new. And then eventually like things just kind of evolve in a natural progression. That's so true. Instead of feeling like you need to restart. Yeah. Right. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that's why it's important to start with like very uh, kind of like neutral and high quality things that Mm -hmm. you personally love. Yeah. Because then 
you can always change out like okay that's pillows, what my mom has bedding, told me since lamp. I was like a kid that's yeah. so funny she's always told me like everything like should be neutral like keep yeah. it super simple like have like plain furniture and stuff and then yeah. everything else can be so fun yeah yeah and at the time I was like mom like changing the pillowcases isn't gonna change my room like I want it to be green now but now I'm like, wait, that's so true. Like I got a pink sheet like six months ago instead of a white sheet. Yeah. Changed my life. And you're like, I so was fun. so happy with so it. Every cool. time I pulled my duvet up, I was like, ah, it's pink. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's so um, funny. Wow. We're so old. <laughs> so, yeah. But I think that your room here, like you change your wall decor. Yeah. Sometimes. I change but I haven't seen you go through like major changes with it. No. And you know what? I think that even though I've been adding and removing different trends over the years, I think since the eighth grade, my room has basically looked the same. Mm -hmm. I've just been kind of coming into my own more like in the eighth grade, I got the same Ikea rug that I have now, just a smaller version for Mm -hmm. my home bedroom. And I had a white metal barred bed frame, which is basically what I have now. I just have a different version. Yeah. And, um, yeah, my whole aesthetic has always been like the same. It's been like that, like dim cozy lighting and like yeah a comfortable feeling room and I think that no matter how hard I try to like get myself to be more trendy mm-hmm. I'm like that's not who I am but yeah, I also think that like of the bedroom space versus like a home living space yeah are very different like what, I agree. what do you want in your room like probably you don't want to be like overloaded yeah you want to be like calm you yeah know? you want to feel like chill and safe And I think, yeah, for me, my bedroom's definitely always been, like, a safe space. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. But my mom was very, I think, respectful of that. And I think to, like, a very, like, liberal way where, like, I could close my door for, like, two days if I wanted to. And she'd be like, hey, like, (laughs) you good, bro. Uh But for that reason, like, I felt very comfortable in my room. I felt like there was never anything Mm. like I felt like it was definitely my space and I could yeah change it however I wanted like I could move my bed and she wouldn't get mad at me mm-hmm. and um but what I feel like has changed for my style is that it's just become the more grown-up version of the same bedroom like when I yeah. first moved into residence I don't count residence because it was just chaos but in yeah. <laughs> my first apartment before this it was basically my bedroom now but like more like there were still magazine clippings on the wall Mm. there was still like twine hanging with some random thing like it was like the less formed version of now whereas now it's like actual things it's like they intend like a wall hanging instead of like things I've hung on the wall yeah so that's what I've been that's been my goal lately yeah not to digress too much but well I also think like for a while when you lived here like now you have a mirror above your bed but you didn't even you weren't like permanently putting things up. Like I feel like for a while it seemed like you had a similar approach to like the dorm room or like temporary. I think, yeah, because I've been used to things being temporary. And I think especially in my last apartment that I lived in, I think my room really was like a physical manifestation of how I felt about that dynamic, about those people, about that space. It felt very temporary and it didn't feel very safe. Yeah. Um, I feel like the perfect fucking metaphor for it is the fact that, my mom would never come into my room and then my bedroom at my last apartment would always open. Like it wouldn't stay closed. I'd have to like put something heavy mm. against it cause it was just broken. Yeah. And the space under the door was wrong. It was so messed up. It was like two inches. So you could like see fully underneath my door. Like, Oh, what the it heck? was. And so there was just no degree of separation and privacy. And I feel like for that reason, 
it just didn't feel safe and it didn't feel permanent. Yeah. And I think my room showed that. And I think when I moved here, I had that same mindset of like, I can't trust anyone. I can't trust any space. I'm going to have to move in a few months. This isn't going to work out. And so it was so temporary. And then I think it took me like probably a year and a half of living here. Once my lease was renewed a second time, I was like, okay, I like live here. She's not going to kick me out. She doesn't (laughs) hate me. And so then that's when I started buying things like, that fit this space yeah that weren't just like I could bring yeah. anywhere yeah um but I think yeah for me for that reason like my interior design like making that transition was really big for me mm-hmm. um well what about your bedroom do you have any my bedroom is in a transitional phase at yeah. this point in time I have a lot of things in it that I would like to adjust. Yeah. Most recently, like I mentioned earlier, I painted my bathroom door. That was very exciting. Yeah. Since the day you moved in, you wanted to do it. Yeah. I wanted to do this for a while. My bathroom door, for context, is a door that has a window pane in the middle. So it's frosted Mm -hmm. glass. So it's really just a border. It looks like a big frame. Yeah. And the frame was painted black. And I don't know who decided to do this because it was painted like a matte black too. So it always looked bad. Like it looked dusty. They did a really bad job painting it. So there was like little speckles speckles on it. It was just really poorly executed. Yeah. And it's like because your room doesn't have a lot of wall space. It was a big part of it. natural light. Or natural light. Yeah, like there was a lot of aspects of it felt very congested. Yeah. And the black made it feel even more congested. Yeah. So... Um, Emma and I actually both have pink tile in our bathrooms. Yeah. For some reason, there's pink tile it's put so there. It's so cute. When originally. we moved in, we're like, what? Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, um, me too. And so I painted the door to match the tile. Yeah. And to be honest, I know it's the same color, but they look, you look different. And I think it's because they're really far apart. Like, yeah. Like, you'd, you'd never see them, like, next to each other. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm always like, wait, I thought it was the same color. It and was, it like, is. exact, Yeah. It is the same color, but it's like, so funny. I just trip out because I think because the lighting's different. different. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a little less saturated than the tile. Oh, I actually feel the opposite. Oh, you like feel like the it's tile more? feels less saturated than the color. Oh, interesting. But yeah, regardless, I love it because it's a very uh, subtle pink. It's not yeah. like millennial pink or like yeah. really deep or really warm. It's like very neutral. Mm-hmm. So I like it, but I also have a rug in my room that I don't like. The yeah. colors are just very dark and very saturated for my taste. Now, yeah. honestly, I didn't even like love it, love it when I got it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I like it. It's nice. This I was really struggling now. to find a rug that I even liked. So yeah. I was like, whatever, I'll just get it. Um, and then also an element of my room that I feel is still a little bit childish is I have like a bulletin board kind of thing mm-hmm. where I have pictures and whatnot. And I just want to... Re- get that out and replace it and make everything a little bit more minimal yeah Yeah. I feel like that's such a part of evolving is getting rid of so many of those things but I think when I was younger and I would say even like down to like two or three years ago I felt like more minimal meant like less memories in my room less like stuff but what I've realized is like when there's too much stuff, nothing has an impact anymore. That's true. Like, I'd rather have a few things. It's very true. Just being selective with what you have. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what I also have found that I like doing, which is something that I think I've learned, like, through the squares, 
is like moving things around so that things have different degrees of visibility. Like yeah. I like to change out our coffee table books. Yeah. Because that's for always me, fun when I wake up one morning and I'm like, Ooh, they're yeah, new. <laughs> new books to look at. Right. Because yeah. when you see something every day, you just forget that it exists. You're like, yeah. that is like blind. I'm blind to that now. It's so true. And so for me, like when I had my bulletin board up, well, I still have it up, but I always like change things out on it. Yeah. Uh, I just think like the style of it, I don't love whatever. It's not the concept of putting memories on display that I don't like. It's just yeah. specifically that thing. The bulletin board. But vibe. yeah, I think it's nice to, like you said, maybe have a more minimal thing, but then yeah. also like keep things fresh and like moving. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Okay. Um, okay. Quick challenge. What's your favorite and least favorite thing in your room decor right now? I think you've kind of alluded to some of it but why don't you tell us okay i have a couple of favorite things can okay. i say multiple you things? can say multiple but if they're fast yeah okay I, I already know okay um okay so i have different bunches of lavender on my wall which is a mm-hmm. random project i did for myself a little while ago because my friend jess put a bunch of lavender in my birthday present one year yeah she like just kind of threw it in and I was like what the hell am I gonna do with this and then I decided to like tie it up with some twine and like hang it on my wall they're so nice and I think it's really cute I still like it and I like that my friend gave it to me yeah the print above my bed is a a picture that I took Mm -hmm. and it's big and blown up I like the concept of having your own art yeah because in my opinion quick 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 is that something is art when you say that it's art and so I like when people like do things for themselves they're like I took this picture and I'm gonna blow it up and frame it because yeah. I like it right yeah or you could probably buy the same picture at home sense yeah and like pay more for but it it's but it's different like, because you did it it's nice like when yeah. you have something I agree and I yeah. really like the picture in your room I, j- I didn't know you took it for a long time and I just was like wow that's really nice because oh, it's really? like a good balance of like I feel like a lot of the time when you have like a landscape picture it's uh-huh. like the stereotypical landscape colors like the greens or the yeah. bright blue and like and I like how yours is like the colors of I feel like your mood and your energy anyways yeah exactly so it's, it's a picture of the desert guys and yeah. the way that I edited it the the sand is like a little bit have a pinky hue yeah and then it's it was early in the morning so the sky is just very neutral like yeah I don't know I, it's kind of the color inspo for my room yeah I definitely yeah. see that okay those are my two favorite things and your least favorite Oh, my rug. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I want a new one. Your rug needs to match your yeah. your photo inspo. Yeah. Guys, also, I'm looking for a giant mirror that is pretty minimal. Um, yeah. To be specific, like three feet by four feet would be <laughs> ideal if you yeah. have one that you're selling. <laughs> Let Hit her me know. Up. I'll, I'll buy it from you. <laughs> Does she have a car? No. Does her boyfriend have a car? Yes. Do you have a car? Will you drive it to me? <laughs> that would be ideal. Yes. <laughs> That's option number one. <laughs> okay. What about you? Um. Okay. My favorite thing in my room is, um, I would say, I would agree with you, anything sentimental, like my grandma, when every new baby Mm -hmm. is born into our family, she like cross stitches this little like angel with like, that's holding something for our month. I forgot what my actual favorite thing is, but I won't. Oh, I know what it is too. Yeah. But yeah. And so I've always had that hanging at like the door of my bedroom. Yeah. That's so cute. I've noticed It is really cute. It's very sentimental. And also I have like these gold wall sconces next to my bed. Oh, I like those, yeah. And I really like them too. I got them from my great grandma's house. I remember I didn't really get first pick because nothing was super sentimental to me personally because Mm -hmm. I didn't know her very well. 
but for some reason nobody wanted them and since I was oh, last cool. pick I was like I didn't know that those were from your great grandma yeah and I do remember them hanging in her house and like it was definitely like a maximalist energy of its time mm-hmm. like green or orange shag rug energy yeah of the house and the wall sconces totally fit in fun fact my great grandma was also really good at bowling she had a bunch of bowling st- trophies and so my mom has a bowling trophy in our, Aww, in our house it's so cute. cute um but yeah those are probably my favorite things and my least favorite thing is <laughs> I hate this so much but I don't know what else to put there I have like this dark wood wall hanging with like in black paint it's like a map of the world I only have it because my first boyfriend's mom made them and so she made one for me as a gift Mm. and then when we broke up she like put it in my room and I was like oh thank you like I guess I'll hang it because I had no wall stuff but I don't know what I want there yet and I don't know what proportion I want there yeah so it will stay for now thing yeah but it's not my style and there's no like sentimental value to me and so for that reason I'd like it to go. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. It'll go eventually. I'm not in a rush. It kind of matches my room because it's I the know. same color as the floor would almost. I know. I feel that. It's like, as you're, like I said, you like grow numb to things. So you're like, I'd like for that to change, but it's not like It's not priority. like top of my priority. Yeah, yeah. And the other day I bought like a big thing to go there instead. And then I and found a different, in a different spot, spot in my room that made more sense. <laughs> it looks nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do some rapid fire questions for our final segment. Okay, fun. Um, so this is future home vibes. Yeah. So, yeah. Future. Um, After post one five oh. Oh. I almost said our apartment. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> post this apartment. <laughs> post the loft. Yeah. Okay. What if your partner had super drastically different taste than you? What would you do? Okay, well, I wrote this question, and then in hindsight, I wouldn't have a partner who had drastically different tastes than me. Oh. Like, if they had tastes that I thought was ugly, I'm okay if it's different, if I can still appreciate it, like, but I would need to be able to come to a compromise where there was nothing I thought was ugly in my house, because I don't think I would do well. Yeah, so that's interesting, because I think that the person that you were just dating, I didn't know their interior design style, but it... From what I knew about them, it seems like they would have different tastes than you. I think, though, I I think we would have paired well together. Okay. I think that there were elements that we had in Like, we had enough in common, and I didn't think any of her stuff was ugly, even oh, if it wasn't okay. my style. Okay. So I think for that, her style was more just, like, all white and, like, plants and then, like, neon lights at night, you know? Oh, okay. And she had, like, a statement wall that was black. Like, I thought it was nice, but it wasn't my taste. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm picturing if someone like really liked, I'm picturing like the bachelor house. Oh, like if yeah, that, that was someone's taste or something, who would like that? We're now? out. I know. But my roommates, my last roommates before you had the worst taste and everything mm-hmm. in the house was ugly and it always upset me, but I was like, Oh, well I don't have control over it because they both lived in Montreal. So like their parents would drive well, out I guess stuff. It's very different than like your partner. Exactly. When you're like yeah. going to design a house together. Yeah. But basically I'm willing to let them have, like I want them to like have good style and be putting, implementing things. Mm-hmm. But if they had like genuinely ugly style, I probably wouldn't date them. Cause that means their outfits well, are probably ugly yeah. too. What about you? Um, I feel like the same as you where, I could come to an agreement. I might be more aggressive. Yeah. Because 
uh, I just feel more passionately. From experience, yes. <laughs> Guys, sometimes I'll put a throw pillow in like a slightly different arrangement and then I'll wake up the next morning and it'll be back. Yeah, I like things how I like <laughs> them. And there's no reason for that besides I like it how I like Wait, it. Wait, can I tell an anecdote really quick? Sure. When I first moved in the first winter, uh-huh. um, in a few of the little boxes on our wall, there was like some spare throw pillows or like past yeah. life throw pillows. Now, remember it was getting to winter time and we had just done all of our like Christmas decor and I was like, oh, this could be fun. We have more like Christmassy or like wintery vibe throw pillows. Uh-huh. So I like added some new ones and I took out the yellow ones and put them there just to be like, oh, yeah. let's see how she feels. And then you left them there. But I remember you like making a comment about them. But the comment I remember the most is when your mom came to visit around Christmas. Uh-huh. Your mom was like, um, why did you guys change them? <laughs> and I was like, I think I remember agreeing like that we should change them. Yeah. And I remember that your mom was I like liked the other pillows because they're like a cashmere knit and they're actually very cozy. Yeah. Right. But yeah, my mom is also offended by stuff like that. She's very much like That's me. what it felt like so, your mom yeah. was offended and I felt bad. I was like, no, I just, I thought it would be fun to remix it for the winter time. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. I will never touch anything again. Um, but yeah, get ready. Future Gabby's husband. Um, it's true. Gabby and Gabby's mom will probably be involved. My mom will be heavily involved. I love, you know, her input on things like that. Yeah. Because I feel like um, she really has a good eye for stuff. So I'll kind of tell her, I'm like, this is what I'm thinking. And then she'll be like, this is what you should do. And I'm like, that's a good idea. It's true. Your mom's, your mom's good at looking outside of, I think her own aesthetic. And I think you guys have similar aesthetics, so it's not too hard, but I do feel like she's good at recognizing things like in any aesthetic how to make that aesthetic good yes and she's good in my opinion at like scale and stuff like that scale is what's so hard and I'm so bad at that yeah so she she has a lot of strong assets so yeah she will be involved in the decor of our house because I have good ideas I think Mm -hmm. I'm not always good at like implementing them into like this is what it should look like definitely it's but yeah that's so fun. So fun. Um, okay. Will you bring anything you currently have into like all your homes forever? Like, you know that like this is going to be in your house. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, I decided I was going to say what you prompted me uh, oh, about yeah. your favorite thing. So I have this thing in my room, which is a little like picture frame picture frame and it's very tiny guys it's probably two inches by three inches. it's like really small and it's a gold frame like very like baroque gold Mm -hmm. style but it is thick okay so she's let me illustrate this like the whole frame two inches by three inches yeah but the frame like the wood part itself is like at least an inch yeah an inch and a half the little window in the middle is so small like who made this frame centimeters it's so it's so funny like yeah the size of it and then it was given to me by my uh, grandparents when I was born, too. And yeah. it says, like, Gabriella Solmese is, like, I think there's, like, a blessing in it, too. I love shit like, like that. that. Yeah. And honestly, I love the aesthetic. And every room mm-hmm. I've ever been in, it's hung right above my light switch. It's yeah. about the size of a light switch. Yeah. And, yeah, I'll always have that. And then also I'm looking at something else, which I think I'll always have, which is this, like, um, sun thing that I have that hangs on our wall. Yeah. Behind you in the corner. Oh, yeah. Um, so the reason that I love this is it's from Mexico. My, my parents got it when they lived there. And it is like a gold leaf painted wood carving. Oh, and it's really pretty. 
Yeah, they had other ones. I think they had like a moon too. I can't remember. Uh-huh. And they in their house they kept some things that were like you can't have it. Yeah. Um, they have these shapes like just like they have a circle or not a circle like a a sphere. Yeah. But like three D shapes and a square and a little pyramid. Aww. Um, that are the same style and it's very like Mexican. Wait, that's so style. Fun. And I love it because I love anything that is like a sun. Yeah. So yeah, I will try to keep that with me. That's so I fun. do not break it. Uh, yes, I yes. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I have anything else where I'm like I have to have that. Yeah, like, this forever. cannot go. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Like my favorite things in my room are probably the things that I'll always have. But yeah. um, I have called dibs on my grandma's dining room furniture because oh. I really like it. I've told my whole family probably five years ago at dinner. I was like, Does anyone want this? Mm-hmm. In front of my grandma. I was like, sorry, but who wants it? Because if not, I'm taking it. <laughs> like, it's mine. And it's so big and clunky and bulky. And I'd like probably have to live in a really big house for it to work in a space. Because mm-hmm. it fills my grandma's whole dining room. Like, it's not practical mm-hmm. at all. But I really like it. And um, I have a few things of like my mom's and of my grandma's that I want <laughs> at some point. Yeah. But nothing else here that I'm like particularly attached to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then this seems like a really hard challenge that you designed for us as the last question. Yeah. But um, describe your dream house in one minute. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to go first. Yeah. As inspo. I don't even know. Okay. So I feel like my approach to this challenge is going to be not so much the details because I think those will change over time. Yeah. But I think the general dream house would be in a big city, but in a neighborhood that's more chill. Like it feels like a neighborhood, but you're still in the city. Mm-hmm. Like think like Rosedale or the beaches yeah. or like High yeah. Park. You guys know the drill. It would be, it would have like probably like four bedrooms. I feel like depending on how many kids I have, I'd want a guest bedroom in mine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to have like, a really cute front door area, preferably lots of vines Mm. and like a well-kept yard and a really cute door. I would like to have some stained glass elements. I don't know whether that's in the glass of the door, maybe like an accent window somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be like white, light, bright. I don't care what the trends are. My house is going to be white. Yeah. All the other stuff can vary and everything needs to be, yeah, really comfortable and be able to fuck with it oh and no carpeted floors i will have throw carpets oh, on yeah. the floors but no the carpeted floors are obsolete right yeah Who and no um that anymore? popcorn ceiling oh jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well that sounds like a great template for a dream house yeah it's are nice... there any other like fun things that you want like um fun things that I want (laughs) since I was a kid and I honestly stand by this today (laughs) I want a few fun elements in my house whether it means a slide Mm -hmm. going from a top floor to a bottom floor maybe into like a movie room yeah or if it's like in the kids rooms they have like fun little like hidden nooks and stuff I need to have some sort of um, bookshelf that turns into an office. You know, like you pull it yeah, open. Yeah, it's, it's an like office. a secret door. I'm really into shit like that, and I always yeah. have been. And every few years, I'm like, damn, I can't wait to have a secret door somewhere. I know. That would be really cool. Yeah, so I'm going to make that happen. Yeah. What about you? 
Okay, so I actually think I'm very different than you in a lot of things. Oh, interesting. So my dream has never been to live in a city forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the city. I, it's not like I would never choose to live in the city. Yeah. Um, but I think my inclination is I'd like to live somewhere with land more. Yeah. And have more access to, like, nature, I think. Yeah. For, like, just longer term. Longer term living. Um, and... Yeah, so I would like to have, like, a, a nice yard and, like, kind of land and, like, neighborhood energy around it. Mm-hmm. And then as far as aesthetic, I think, honestly, I just love things that are, like, homey, okay? Like, my yeah. outside of my house, if it is modern, I will die. Like, that is yeah, not, like, if it's, like, never all glass and, like, modern. dark yeah. wood. Ugh, I hate I that. I like things that have character, so yeah. whether it's, like... I do love an all-white exterior. I think that's really nice. Yeah. I know it's a lot to maintain, but I think it's beautiful. It is. Um, I also I, love a pastel shade, like maybe a light blue that's almost white or gray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know exactly. I, I'm like flexible on styles. I do love, weirdly enough, I love a California Craftsman house. Interesting. I think they're really pretty, but I don't know. Like, that's not like I would have to go for that I have a lot of different house styles that I like that you would like but I like character yeah that's my only qualifier I agree with you inside I want things to be like a base level of white Mm -hmm. but something that I really like about this apartment is that the ceilings are uh concrete and that we have these like concrete poles that support and they're painted white but they have the texture and wear and tear I agree with that so I like these textural elements And something else that I I talk about these a lot, I love these subway tiles Mm -hmm. that are, they're basically handmade ceramic tiles. And so they're white subway tiles, like you've seen a hundred million times in your life. Yeah. But because they're handmade, they're just slightly flawed. So when light catches them, they look like- Almost like iridescent, like like there's light happening Yeah, kind of like an organic texture to them. So I like stuff like that. The where it's, craftsman it's version neutral. of common things. Yeah, basically like someone handmade this and yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like my, I don't know. Goal vibe. Yeah. Goal is to have things that they don't feel sterile because they're white. Yeah. But like they're neutral enough that you're not bound to like yeah. anything. Okay. Forever. Another thing I'm obsessed with in houses yeah. is when it's like original wood floors. Yeah. I'm obsessed with wood floors where like. There's little chips in some of them, or Original like you can tell wood it's like floors wood. Are amazing, but also you have to wear house shoes. Because they are... Well, you can... Okay. What... I think we have original wood floors in our house. Yeah. But every like... I think like six or seven years, we just get them refinished. And I mean, eventually you have to get new wood floors. Yeah. But you, you still get them, them finished in a way where you can like run on them and stuff. Oh, and they don't hurt you? Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. I feel like I've been hurt by wood floors a lot and yeah. I'm traumatized. I ours are, like ours are good. Inside. I think they're like smoothed. Well, that's nice. But yeah, you know, I like the aesthetic. I agree. Yeah. I just like things to have character. Yeah. Um, What else? What else? Okay. Dream house. Beautiful bathrooms. I yeah. need a beautiful bathroom. Yeah. I, yeah. I, mean, I want like dream a house statement yeah. bathroom at in somewhere that has like crazy wallpaper. Yeah, I, that, yeah, that's a, a nice powder room, right? Yeah. Where you're like, this is my fun room. Yeah, where you put like all your weird shit in it and the people are like, whoa, what's yeah. that? And you're like, yeah. I know. <laughs> and I um, a massive kitchen island. 
Oh, yeah. Big I want to be a island where all my kids can sit mm-hmm. and watch me make them breakfast. Yes. <laughs> um, and I don't know what else. I don't, re- I don't really have a huge list for things that I want, but I just wanted a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a pretty fridge. I don't want ugly utilities. Yeah. I would like... Okay, I'm obsessed with those. Um, I want a second it- fridge in my uh, pantry. Where I can Ooh. have all my really ugly things and then my main fridge just nice. Really nice. I want one of those, like, is it like the brand Smeg or whatever? Do, don't they have fridges? Oh, yeah, like aesthetic. I love fridges. those vintage yeah. fridges. I feel like that's what I'd want for if I'm like living with a partner, but like pre kid era. Yeah, that's like, like a very like cozy mid place. to late 20s. Yeah. You're living in like a cute apartment like this, but it's more like curated to your vibe still. Yeah. And then yeah. later on, I like the fridges that are hidden. I think yeah, those are I like really cute. Bridges too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want my house to be super user friendly. I feel like yeah. I've been seeing so much like user friendly kitchen stuff lately, like just garbages that are built in and already have like three things and like they're super easy to pull yeah. out. Oh and, my like, god, my parents' kitchen right now is so nice. Fillers. Yeah. Like <laughs> um they have in addition to their fridge, they have fridge drawers, like oh, refrigerated drawers. That's so nice. So like they have a, two a of freezer them. drawer you'd pull open, but fridge? Uh, yeah, but it's built into their cabinetry. Oh, wait, that's so So it just looks like a cabinet drawer, and then you pull it open, and there's two of them, and so one of them is, like, beer and alcohol, like, cans and stuff like that, and the other one is, like, all of our milks and, like, kombucha and stuff like that. Wait, that's so nice. Yeah, so it's really nice, because you're, like, making coffee, you, like, whip open the thing, and then you've got... That's so nice. And then you don't have to worry about how you're going to balance all of your drinks in your fridge or go out to the garage to get something, which is right there in your cabinet. That's crazy. There's so much fun stuff like that that right now feels kind of extra. But I feel like, yeah. like, I feel like your parents are on the forefront. A lot of that stuff, they get like the more extra stuff when it's new. Yeah. Um, but I feel like give it like by the time we're having kids, I hope that stuff's more regular yeah. and that everyone has like a dope well, kitchen. Well, I think it's how friendly. like, you know, I think something that's like that now, like heated floors in the beginning that's and built true. in speakers, people were like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, when you and had a friend with built in speakers 20 house, years ago, you're like, it doesn't have heated floors in the bathroom. <laughs> like it is a weird it is weird because that's like a more common thing now yeah that's just built in yeah so oh my god I or our know. friend when we were at Ali's cottage uh-huh. even just the fact that the towel racks are heated I know that that's not even a crazy thing anymore but that's so nice it's actually very um like old school actually yeah? people Wait. used to have like furnaces that like would heat towel racks like oh my god on the wall and that's I think so people crazy. just stopped doing that it's probably dangerous yeah. or probably was dangerous. And now they've started to do it again. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, feels like a fire hazard. Yeah. But no, I love that shit now. No. Like, yeah. I, I love. So dream house, obviously I want all the bells and whistles. User friendly, um, white and clean, but has a lot of character. That's yeah. both of our dream. Gabby wants to live on like a micro farm. And, yeah. <laughs> yes. and I want to live in the city, but in a cozy neighborhood. Yeah. I want my kids to like still be able to run down the street and not like get hit by a car. I would eat eggs if I could have chickens in my yard. Oh my God. You're totally going to be that, that person. Be oh my God. My kids are going to come and like have like fun, like dinners at your house. And mm-hmm. it's going to be like an, I feel like you're going to have like a beautiful outdoor dinner space oh, yeah. in the summer and that. it's all going to be like fresh stuff from like your garden. Yeah. And be so fun. Our kids are just going to run wild. Yeah. 
I yeah. want like a little pool, probably yeah. like a little trampoline. Oh my god, I'm so oh, excited! You know what I, really I love want babies. Is an in-ground trampoline. Oh, I love in-ground trampolines. That's I want sick. one too. I want one. But so bad. also, I loved as a kid jumping into the net. Yeah. So who knows? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, guys. We've been talking for a long time. Yeah. So. <laughs> because we could go on forever. Yeah. Because I would like to say as a closing note, the amount that Gabby and I talk about <laughs> theoretically, if X Y Z happened, what would your future look like? It's out of control. Oh, yeah. I would say probably 60% of our conversations are about like our yeah. future lives. Yeah. Um, and also we watch a lot of HGTV. We watch a lot of HGTV. And selling sunsets. <laughs> selling sunsets everything right now. Mm-hmm. And I think we're just at that weird point in our lives where it's like, it's too early to start that chapter. Like I know that we're in a different chapter mm-hmm. right now. But we're so but I close. Want it. I, I know want it's like that. I want it, but I know I'm just not there yet. Yeah. Like I'm not ready. I don't want it now. I don't know. Someone told me I'll give you a house if you want to start living your life. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Let's you do would it. do it. I feel like I need to like figure myself out before I'm ready. But yeah. no, I'm pretty fired up. I don't want you to have kids too early because I want us to have kids like not like our kids have to be the same age. Like I think that's like a lot. But I would like our kids to be within, like, at least have, like, one or two kids that are within, like, a five-year range so that they can still, like, hang out, you know? Yeah, well, when are you planning on having kids? Well, probably, like, 28 to 35. Oh, okay. So I think we're probably in line. But I just don't want you to start having kids too early because... You can have one kid that's older than all of my kids, actually, so <laughs> okay, that that thanks, can be like the beta for kid. The permission. Yeah, you'll have the beta kid. You'll figure out all the things. <laughs> you'll oh, have more words of wisdom. Okay. And then I'll hop in for kid number two, I and that's when I'll start. We I both see. knew that that's how it was going to happen. <laughs> Emma's plan is to fuck up all of my children <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just feel like I feel like it'll be good for them. I feel like it'll be good for your kids to have Auntie Emma in their life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it'll be good for my kids to have Auntie Gabby in their Like, I feel like the way that we balance each other. They will balance each other? I think they'll balance. I think we'll balance each other's kids just like a little bit. Yeah, okay. I'll be like, welcome to the dark side. You'll be like, <laughs> getting mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be getting mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's going to be so fun. I'm going to feed them so much dairy-free ice cream. Okay, Terry for you, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, um, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. Yeah. Tune in next week for something. Who yeah. knows yet? Who knows? We're we'll pretty excited, soon. though. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye.